0: All right, everybody, we were yeah. just talking right here. Yeah, We're just talking right here off camera, everybody. We're on week 14. Welcome, Leap into the Week. Uh, Patrick Fingal, CEO of Leap. Um, thank you very much for joining us, everybody. Patrick, how are you doing this morning? I'm good, man. I'm charged up this week. Man, that's what I'm talking about. All right, everybody. Um, hey, so listen, I'm charged up for this one because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you folks. Some of the questions I get from my team, others of them I get myself. Today is completely me. All right. I need help in this area, and I'm coming to Patrick, so you're going to see me be a little bit more engaged in just even what I normally am, because I want to know the answers to these questions, and we have not talked about them online how or offline. How do you start a successful day? How do you plan out your day as a CEO? Some of you are driving in your car. You're getting your day started. You're in the afternoon, and you haven't had the productive day that you want. I'm talking to somebody today that has had an immense amount of the training on this. He's training other people on it. How do you put together a successful day as a CEO and as a leader? Patrick, I'm hoping you can help me out. My place in my company is a little bit different than yours and I want to learn from you today, brother.
1: All right, man, I'm ready for for it.
0: Starting your day. I hate getting out of bed. I love sleep, all right? My place is nice and cold and I'm I'm just in the covers and I'm there, man. (laughs) It feels so good. It's so good and I I've, I've, I've talked about on my podcast openly that I do this thing where I count back from five Mel Robbins suggested this and I go five four three two one and I make sure that my feet have hit the ground by one like if I can't if I can't control that in my life what the heck can I control and mm-hmm. I'm wondering man like you've got some more distractions you've got the kids man you've got the companies with an S you've got all this stuff, man. How do you even start? Like what goes through your head when you wake up in the morning, Patrick, walk me through this, like this journey of the, if you don't mind, because I want to know how do I, how do I make it better?
1: Well, I think first and foremost, like this has to be unique to you. So (laughs) this, you know, what works for me won't work for you. So, you know, I can talk to you about my day, but I I really Mm -hmm. like, if I was going to help somebody try to understand their day from a leadership, you know, I, I would ask questions to you. Like, um, you love sleep. Like I would ask something simple. Like, is it important to you to get up at the same time every day? Like, is that a goal? Is that something you want to accomplish?
0: It is right now. Yes. You got to get up every day at the same time. I do because I'm I'm, I'm doing the gym in the morning now. Okay. Um, and what I found is that it allows me to, you know work later. know,
1: you need about five hours in the gym every day. Right. I don't. I
0: don't. I don't. I I'm not that there. meathead guy. Come you on. You man. never see practice. Practice.
1: He's got suns out, guns out. All right. Like Come I am trying to cover the arms here, bro. He's um, got. He's got. He's got thigh. Thigh arms. But anyway. <laughs> um. So you do. You want to get up every single day. Do you like to go to bed every time at the same time?
0: I wish I could, man. But you know, in this point in the business, like the reason I'm doing it in the morning is because I my day at night. Like I don't know when I'm going to leave the office. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't know what the day is going to throw at me sometimes. And I'm, I'm, I don't want to feel like I've got to get out of here and go to the gym. So my, my yeah. nights vary, very widely. I wish I could, but I can't go to the bed at the
1: same time. Yeah. Everybody has different things, Patrick. Like I know like you're looking for some tips. Like I can give you some things that work for me, like some, some special tips that work for me, but everybody does have, you know, a lot, a lot of uniqueness. Like one thing I just heard you say is I don't know what time I'm leaving the office. Nope. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Because I guarantee you when you leave the office, there's probably something that you could do if you stayed. The work's not done. I mean, when you come in in the morning, do you have a, a a million things to do? Yeah. Did those things just occur overnight while you were sleeping? Or were they there when you left the night before?
0: They were there when I left.
1: They were there the the night before. So, it's, you know, that's open to interpretation. You know, I mean, when you get sick, I mean, really, really sick, do you clear your day? Yes. You know, when, when you're when you're when your when your partner has a baby unexpectedly, do you clear your day? Yes. You know, when your when your parents fall ill unexpectedly, do you rush to the hospital? Absolutely. You know, so it's just prioritization. If you want to leave the ha- the office every day at six o'clock and get to the office every day at eight a.m. and you want to make a commitment that you do not work with the most disciplined principles after six p.m. because you go to bed at eight p.m. every night so you can rise up early at five a.m. You can do that. I promise. It'll all be waiting for you tomorrow morning. It's not going anywhere. So you know it's it's the, it's the, it's the excuses and the tolerance of it. It now some people like for me. I'm not, believe it or not, man, I'm not super rigid in this. I go with the flow. Somebody taught me a long time ago about work-life harmony. They're like, work-life balance is out, just out the window. It's a harmony. Like, for me, what works is I work like a freight train Monday through Friday. Like, my wife is like, I don't even see you. Like, where are you? But guess what? Friday at, like, 3 o'clock, man, the whistle blows. And I, like, will not work Saturday and Sunday. I will not. I don't. I just doesn't matter. I've worked too hard. I've worked too long. I just don't do it. And that works for me. Some people might be like, I have to work on Saturdays. There are things that happen Saturday morning that won't be there on Monday because, you know, my customer's roof fell in like, no, I can't, you know, so it's like, you know, I understand like those types of scenarios. So in that scenario, in that individual, like, no, I have to work on Saturday. I have to, because we have crews and jobs going on Saturday, but I'm closing the company on Sunday, you know, like I'm doing it. So, there's always there's always things that you can do and even the most important meetings get canceled matter of fact somebody canceled on me we could go because they were sick. Listen,
0: listen, listen. we're not focused on the past right now we're focused on the future patrick we're not, we're not living know? in the past we're not living in the past around here okay um there's so, a okay but let, let me kind of rewind here let me get granular with you if it's okay um yep. I, I love what you said right here it's 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 the excuses and the tolerance that are holding you back from those commitments right there. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just going to, but when we go back to that, let's say that morning time, all right. And Monday through Friday, that's your, that's your time where you're grinding that Monday through Friday. Are you immediately waking up in the morning with that thought that, that brain you're, you're turning, or are you taking some personal development time? I know that's been important to you and your leadership. We talked about a little bit of that last week. Mm -hmm. How do you section off that morning when you get up right now?
1: The, I, you know, listen, this is going to be hard to hear because, like, I love working and I love my family and I love my children. But my favorite part of the day is, you know, when I wake up in the morning and I come downstairs and nobody's up yet, not even my dog. And I drink my cup of Folgers, which is what my father drank. And I just sit there in my chair and sometimes TV's not even one. Sometimes it is. Sometimes I have my laptop and I'm sending some emails. But I'm making a choice to do something. But the constant is it's just. It's 30, typically 30 to 45 minutes of pure Patrick time every single day with a cup of coffee. And at first it was funny. I even resented my my wife. I was like, she should get up early with me so we can have that time together. And then I was like, no, you know what? I like my, I like my time. So I do believe that, you know, you need me time, you need work time and you need family time, whether it's you have children, a wife or friends, whatever you want to call that. You know, I am, you know, it's funny, people always label, I think it's important to determine whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. Okay, so, Mm -hmm. and I, I, you know, I I just started to understand the definition of this, I always presumed an extrovert was like, Oh, Patrick Carr, he's an extrovert, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: big personality, center of attention at a party, right, got big, you know, can stand on a stage can talk, introvert is somebody that's quiet. Like that was my interpretation of introvert and extrovert, but that's pure its form. An introvert is how you you know if you're introverted, you recharge through being by being solitary. If you're extroverted, you recharge through community and friends, whatever it may be. For me, I'm actually an introvert, so in order for me to recharge, I need peace and quiet and alone time. So that's really important for me to make sure I have that in every single day. My wife is an extrovert. Like when she's alone, it's like this nagging thing. Like she needs people around her for her energy to go up. So she's looking forward to, you know, uh, you know, me coming home, getting off work and everything. So I think it's a balance of those two. Um, but, but that kind of helps. But look, I'm not like you, man. I wish, I, I wish I was cozy in my cold blankets and I could sleep. And like my eyes open up sometimes at like four in the morning and I got so much running around like the hamsters on the wheel. So, you know, I'm trying to force myself to go back to sleep. So I'm not super, super disciplined in my sleep patterns. I'm relatively disciplined. I typically wake up around six and I typically go to bed around nine. Um, and then, you know, I, like I said, it's a work life harmony for me. So if I wake up and there's there is um, a call that I got to make. I make the call. I don't like not make it like I'm, I'm that disciplined. Um, but I do know what I'm giving up and I'm giving up that me time. And if that was very consistent, I would have to make changes in that. But – you know, I, I think the number one thing when somebody's like, man, I can't even control my own personal schedule, you have to take a real hard look, not about putting the barriers up, but about like the people that you have around you to kind of support your initiatives so that you can have your day in that way. But I understand what you're saying. This is just personal. I like to sleep. It's not like my guys are knocking on the door at 6 a.m., waking me up. Um, but I think, you know, I, I think, um, you know, one, if you love to sleep, you should make sure you get enough of that, man, 10 hours a day. So if you want to get up at 6, that means you got to be in bed by 10. That means that you got to be out of the office by 6. And I would work towards that. i just work back from there,
0: you know? It's, it's interesting what I've been trying to do, though. Um, I have been trying to not get as much sleep because it's something that I'm comfortable with. And I've been trying to say, okay, Pat, you don't need that. So let's do what you're uncomfortable with to try to improve that day. You know, like I know what I want. I could sleep. I could be in the, if the sleeping was in the Olympics, I I could do it. Like I could practice hard. It lasts for, I mean, I am that guy, but yeah. I mean, I no problem sleeping 14, 16. Hours. I mean, easy, but yeah. so I'm trying to, I'm trying to curve myself away from that. And I think a lot of leaders though, man, they struggle with their day when they're not maybe on the whole time. You know, you're talking about, you're, you're having that alone time and you're recharging and you're having the, that moment. I think some leaders out there, man, they struggle with being alone or having that introspective time to think. Um, It it sounds like it's been a very important part of your day to have. have That That that,
1: that would be a great challenge, man. I haven't asked anybody to do anything through 14 weeks. If you think about it, like when's the last time you were alone for any significant amount of time? I'm not talking about at the airport or on a flight. I'm talking about alone in a house, uh, you know, in a park, just by yourself for not not having to converse. Not talking about hanging out with your friends or playing golf with a foursome. That's not me time. Me time is totally shut down. So if you think about that you're like, Jesus God, man, like the last time I was alone was when my kids, my wife went to her mother's on Saturday. And the first thing I did was invite the neighbors over and we watched football. Like think about the last time that you spent real alone time, not connected to a phone, not connected to an email or a computer to do whatever you want. You watch TV, whatever you want. Um, and if you haven't done that for a while, you should do that and see how you feel on the back end of that. You know, I would encourage you to do something more methodical than lay around the like the the thing, like go for a drive, like uh, go to uh, like go to a neighboring town. That's like maybe 30 minutes away. That's like a cool town to be in. Go to lunch by yourself. You know, it's just it's this it's this very freeing thing not to have to worry about like, oh, where do you want to eat? What are you going to get? Do you want to split? Do you think the wait's too long? It's like decision making for one. And I think that's really important. What do you want to watch? Like which way do you think we should go to get there? You think this is too far away to park? Like even when you're with friends, you still have to take into consideration everything else that everybody's doing. Some of the highest performing CEOs, like they'll go away for weeks at a time on like CEO retreats. They leave their wives, they leave their kids, they leave their businesses, they leave their phones and they go to these places and it's just sabbatical. And it's just a recharge for their mind. So if you're a high performer and you're operating at that level, you need some alone time. I have a house in St. Michael's every once in a while. You know, my wife's like, go ahead. And I'll just go down there for two days. And I just cook myself a steak and I sit at my table and eat it by myself. And it's weird. It's almost you almost feel guilty at first yeah. when you do it. Um, you feel guilty because maybe yeah. you have kids or whatever. But, uh, you know, it'd be a challenge. I'd love to get anybody's feedback. Be like, hey, Patrick, I heard the podcast. My wife thought I was crazy, but I told her I was going up to Virginia uh, this Saturday and I was going to go to the Air and Space Museum by myself and have lunch. And she thought I was a jerk, but I did it. And it was magnificent. Like, I'd I'd love to get some feedback on that. So I think that that's really important.
0: I think you're right, man. Um, I want to end with this because I'm going to ask you a question on this because you just mentioned something that I think a lot of people as they're planning out their day, you know, they really struggle with in that. They're, they're trying to plan this time with their family, their children, maybe their friends, a kickball league, Patrick, and they're an entrepreneur. I struggle with this, okay? Um, this, again, is all my questions. So, like, I, I get to planning this stuff, and I'll get there, and I'll feel guilty about being there. Um, I'll feel guilty about having that stake alone or, you know, that I'm away from, you know, answering the emails and I'm not doing what I should be doing. And, like, I feel as though sometimes... If I'm having my therapy session with Patrick Fingal, CEO, President of Loop, Leap, that like maybe it's passing me by. Maybe I feel like I'm not as is, I'm not doing everything I can for my people. I'm not doing everything I can for my family, and I'm curious, man. Like, is is that a normal feeling to kind of to feel that way and to to push through it? And have you had that before? Because I got to think there's leaders and entrepreneurs yeah. that. Man, it's tough, brother. So has that ever been something that crossed your mind?
1: It's guilt, man. But I think like maybe it's just in movies or something. But think about the monk that's like sitting on top of the hill. Like everything else can just wait. It really can. It goes back to the same thing where you're like, man, I, I never know what time I'm leaving the office. So I can't go to the bed at the same time. So I have varying like you're trying to make this commitment to wake up at the same time. So my very first question is, well, are you committed to going to bed at the same time? Because if you're like, no, I'm not committed to going to bed at the same time, I was like, so then the only thing you're committed to is having a variable uh, moods based on how much sleep you got the night before. You know, you can't, you can't like wash it away. Like you have to get yourself into a regimen. Like, so if you go to sleep at 10 and you work up at six every day and you're like disciplined on that, then at least you know what it feels like to operate on eight hours sleep. And you do that for a period of time and it's either enough or it's not enough, you know, counting to five, putting your feet on the floor above that. It's a quick trick just to get yourself out of bed, you know put the alarm clock in the bathroom, you know, I mean, just, you know, cause if you get up, you're out, you know, that way you don't have to do, but you know um, but it's really about like, you know, it, it's the same thing in business. Like there's a commitment. And then most time when people make a commitment, there's a commitment that's like, you know, that, that it also impacts that, you know, so it's the same things like it all runs the same. It's a business operation. It's just being disciplined. But um, like I said, I mean, you know, you think Gandhi like cared that he was missing a meeting when he was doing self-reflection or something like that. Like, you know, I don't, I don't think so. You know, Nelson, Nelson Mandela spent 20 years in a prison and he went on to be one of the greatest leaders of all time. And a lot of what he learned and a lot of his self-education and we're alone with his own faults in a prison. You know, so surely, you know, if you need to, you know, go somewhere for, you know, eight hours every two weeks or eight hours a week and unplug. Yeah, I think that there is. I think most of mankind would be like they're missing something or again, it's a feeling of guilt. But I think that if you have any level of emotional intelligence, you probably think you'd be like, "Well, that's that's I got to get over that because that's stupid," you know. And so, you know, I mean, it's a quick like, you know, I'm I want to be disciplined. I would be like Mark Zuckerberg. Wake up! I wake up every day at 4 a.m. Like, you know, is that, maybe that's somebody's reality. Maybe it's not. But the first question I ask be like, "Well, what time do you go to bed?" Six because you're not nobody operates on four hours sleep. Yeah, not with any level of health. And if you, you know, and, and so if you want to have, you know, healthy mind, healthy body, and be a top performer, you need, you know, I mean, you need seven, seven to eight hours, nine hours of sleep. So if you want to get up at six, you got to go to bed at eight or whatever, 10, whatever it is, you know. Um, so, you know, you just got to know that you're home in time to take a shower, eat some dinner, and go to bed. And then, you so, know, make sure you squeeze in some me time. It's, it's really, it's really, it's really refreshing, man.
0: It's a real gym for me, man. And this is something I'm going to take away that I, I took vulnerability away a few weeks ago when we were talking. I I think that what you're saying is that, you know, if you're going to be committed in your day to one side, or your commitments have two sides, you know, for instance, if I want to make more money in my company, sure, I can cut costs, but I've got to bring in more revenue. If all I'm saying is I'm going to bring in more revenue, I'm just going to spend more. I'm not really doing a benefit. You know, if I'm just saying I'm going to get up at this time, but I'm not committed to going to bed at the same time, I'm, I'm just screwing myself over and perhaps screwing over some of my employees as well. As you said, you're just adhering to how much sleep you got.
1: Yeah. You know, I would yeah. really,
0: I would ask people, man, like, are you committed to both sides of whatever your commitment is? Yeah, um, there seems yeah. to be two
1: sides to it, brother. Yeah, what, what, what do you have to do in order to meet that commitment? Ah, man, there we go. You know, like what, you know, in order for me to be able to meet, and it's man, last week we talked about that, like we talked about making. A, a Maybe maybe somebody shows up to show up late as like an example. They've been late a few times. You sit down and You say, what are you committed to? Well, I hey I'm committed to doing this. I'm going to leave 30 minutes earlier. Blah, 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 blah. OK, great. And you're so you're backing into those commitments. It's I'm not just mm-hmm. committed to getting here on time. I have to change all of these behaviors in order to meet the commitment. And then we even said, OK, well, what's got to happen? What will happen if you don't meet your commitment? Yeah, so that's a really important part of the conversation so you want to go to bed let's just do a real quick you want to wake up every day at 6 a.m you want your feet to hit the floor you know that in order to be able to commit to that you got to be in bed every day at 10 let's say hypothetically you break those commitments what would your consequence be to yourself and that'll tell you how committed you are you'd be like well man what i woke up at seven whatever i just wake up go to work it's not that big of a deal Be like well then maybe that shouldn't be a commitment because how yeah. committed to it are you if the consequence is nothing
0: yeah. you're not committed at all, man.
1: You're not committed at all, and maybe you don't need to be. Like, man, I'm Patrick Carr, man. I, I come to work when I wake up, and that's very, nah, no. you nah, know. Man,
0: I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't that guy. I can tell you that right yeah, now. Yeah, but that's I'm just saying,
1: answer. like, you know. But
0: you're right. But you're right. But you're right. It's I. It's it's a conversation. If you're planning out your day, you should start to have. You know, what yeah. are your real commitments, and what is the stuff that's just playing out BS that you you just yeah. want to tell yourself that you want to do every day, but you you don't really want to
1: do it. Yeah. We talked about education and I, you know, one of the last things that you said in the thing, it was like, Hey, go out there and learn. If you want to be a leader, you have to learn, you know, Patrick, six years, leadership training books. Remember it's not gospel. It's just ideas. So when you hear this crap, there's a lot of noise and like somebody one per it's gospel to that person. It changed their life. That does not mean it's what will change yours. So like when somebody speaks gospel and you read a book about being disciplined with your day and your time, that doesn't, that might be gospel to that person and you can read it and you can learn from it, but you don't have to make it your gospel because if you make everybody else's truth, yours, well then you don't, I mean, it's impossible. Then you have no center. You have no truth. You know, you, there's nothing unique about you. So, you know, I, I think it's important in the noise of education and all this, podcasts and everything to understand that, listen and learn and take away, but always be yourself and always think about what's important to you. And that's a really cool thing. That'd be, I mean, I would love to be the guy that's disciplined enough that I wake up every day. I eat lunch at the same time. I do the same exercises. I never miss the gym. That ain't me. I'm not even going to try to commit to it. It's not me. That's an example, hypothetical. Maybe I am that guy, but you know that that's not me. That's not my commitment. Like, I there, there's guys that's like, hey man, it doesn't matter what time it is. I stop working at five o'clock every single day. That's my family time. I come home. I spend two hours with my wife every single day. It's the most important thing to me. Changed everything for me. Great. And you can long for that. And you can think about how that would impact your life. And you can embody it. And you can make it part of your gospel. However, it doesn't doesn't have to be not in order for you to be successful in life. Man, so you got to take it take bite by bite.
0: I hope that people do comment on at least my my YouTube when you watch it there. Please comment on your schedule below and what you took away from here. I got four takeaways from this one, Patrick. and The first one is my favorite. It's the excuses and the tolerance holding you back from your commitments. I wrote down this one, but I haven't been committed to both sides of what I want. That's when it comes to the bed thing. Um, determine the right schedule for you. I've underlined the word you, like you just talked about hey, you know, the, the gospel for somebody else may not be the gospel for you. Um, and then I love this, man. The, the question and the challenge that you had for the people that are watching is just when was the last time you were alone and truly alone? Um, and that to me speaks a lot because I'm trying to think in my head as we have the conversation and I can't think of the time. Um, and so maybe it's maybe I do need some alone time. I wonder what I would even think about Um, And so I, I think that probably goes for a lot of people out there, brother. So I think it's a a fair question and one people need to ask.
1: Yeah, and don't Um, go, don't, don't. When you do your alone time, I'm gonna follow up with you on this. I want to hear. Like I'm looking out your window right now, and I see a city, I guess, behind you, and I. It looks nice. There's something that you could do on a day or a night or a weeknight. Don't stop at the pub on your way home. That's not that's not the type of quality alone time I'm talking about. I'm talking about do something. Take a trip by yourself. Go away for a day. Go away for a night. Go stay in a hotel, not because you're in transit going to a customer's house, but because you just wanted to experience it. You know, give yourself you know ten hours of alone time, not binge watching Netflix on or, or watching sports on the sofa because your wife took the kids to your their sisters. I'm talking about. You know, hey, I'm going to go do something that I would typically do in a group or with another person, and I'm going to do it by myself, and I'm going to see what that feels like. I'll tell you what I do next week,
0: maybe a couple right. of weeks, but I will. But I will tell you what I do. Yeah, I'll tell you what you I, I, did work.
1: Okay, I do. I do it all the time, so it'll be easy. <laughs> I'm not even going to think about it. I'll just tell you what I did. Right? So <laughs> probably going to involve a boat and some fishing. I think.
0: Well, <laughs> okay. there we go. Folks, I'll tell you what, we'll see you next week here. Leap into the week. We're winding up 14 here. Go back, check them all out. We got some incredible stuff. We'll be back next week, though, for week 15. Leap into the week. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful next few days ahead. Until next time, everybody.